Welcome to the First and Ten podcast. We are here. It is a Super Bowl review. I am your host, Ross, and with me for this podcast is Miles. Hello. Hey there, mate. Um, sad that the season's over, but you know, <laughs> only two hundred and three days to go. Too long. Too long. I'm it's excited about the draft. That's fun, but yeah. <laughs> and joining us for this one is Ollie as well. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. You're right. Yeah. You're good. <clears throat> How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Slightly upset at the news of Sterling Shepard being cut. It's sort of, he was the last guy from that 2016 team that made the playoffs, but I guess it's good that we can finally start fresh now and move forward with this new team that is very exciting. Yeah, we'll get on to a couple of releases in a bit. Um, Let's talk about the Super Bowl, gents. It finished, of course, 38-35 to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Very good game up until that flag, that flag. Yeah. <laughs> what do we think? Uh, Ollie, what do you reckon? Well, it, it was a hold, seen, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's one of those, all of the angles they showed on the night did not show it whatsoever. And then <laughs> you see the other angles that have come out later, and it's like, okay, he did he did definitely grab him. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think there's probably, uh, you can still probably argue that it's a bit of a harsh call, especially when it's the first holding call of the game. Yeah. And it's such a massive play. Um. They'd let a but, lot go to that point. Why, why yeah, kind of exactly. throw the flag at that point? But then also, I guess you could say in that spot, why are you grabbing it all? Like, don't you just don't risk it, sort yeah. of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Thing. Maybe there's argument for both sides. The, uh, the Eagles players have handled it well, though. Mars, aren't they on Twitter? If, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would be just as rattled, but I would probably would not tell everyone I was that rattled. Like, <laughs> you know, I, love, I love Jesus. AJ Brown. But come on, man! Don't don't <laughs> don't show your face to be that. You know, I just yeah, it was, it wasn't cool. I think getting wound up by Juju as well. It's like yeah, come on, he's he's a notorious wind up. You know, he got he was dancing on uh, field logos and all that, and get, kept getting yep. told off for that. Like he's a wind up. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, and you have just fed right into that by showing everyone on Twitter how riled up you've just got. Not yeah. that I don't do the same, but you know. <laughs> it was a back and forth game up until kind of, well, all the way into the fourth quarter. But the first half was really, really fun. It was constant scoring, not a lot of punting, uh, defensive touchdowns, some fumbles from Joan Hurts. I mean, it was a really fun game, I thought. One of the better Super Bowls in recent years, mm. uh, for me anyway. Yeah, definitely. Miles? I mean, oh, sorry. Um, oh, well, well, I was... you go ahead. You started. <laughs> well, oh, thank you. I started, so I'll finish. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, it was one of those where you see the Eagles go ahead and we've seen it happen so many times where they just run the ball into the ground and the other yeah. team doesn't even look like they're going to touch the ball at all. Um, and it did look like they were going to do that. But it's interesting how the Chiefs just came back and they came back through running the ball as well. And Because they, they run the ball pretty well, like especially yeah. throughout that second half when they were chasing, which obviously you don't really expect from the Chiefs, especially against the Eagles' defence. Yeah, I think... the. Uh, as much as you don't want to, you know, take it out on the field, I, I do kind of feel like it was a big factor. Like, because when you, uh, obviously we hear defensive linemen talk so much about how much the get-off speed is so important to be able to get to the quarterback. And this is the team that's had, you know, a record number of sacks throughout the season. Mm. And they didn't have a single sackle game against a one-footed Mahomes. <laughs> and yeah. the Chiefs offensive line that is good it's okay it's not the best yeah. like you know there's definitely not a game where you think the eagles 
aren't going to get a single sack. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it, really? There's only two sacks in the game, which is like... The Chiefs have not got a bad defence either, so... Mm. Well, both both yeah, QBs and... are really mobile, so that kind of, yeah. Mm. Mahomes only threw for 182 yards, but it was it was effective with, with what he did throw. Three touchdowns yeah. on those 80, 182 yards, so got the job done. Uh, Jalen Hurts threw for 304, but only one touchdown. A lot of empty yards, a lot of moving the ball, but not much... Um, I suppose they, they score a lot of their, their own touchdowns on the ground. Yeah. Three, three, three rushing touchdowns, so fair enough. He did a yeah, decent did. job. What what next for the, the Eagles, then? What do they need to do to get back here next year? It's more of the same or a little bit of retooling? Um, I think the thing is they, they have been just excellent the whole year. They've gone into every game with the same plan. We're going to run the ball, control the clock, control the football. And, you know, if you can run the ball well and the team other team can't get it off you, then you know that they're going to have to throw it because you're draining the clock. Yeah. Um, their defensive line is solid, putting constant pressure on QBs. So they did everything right. They had a solid game plan every week and it pretty much works flawlessly. So for me, it's if they just carry on doing more of the same, it will work because you can yeah. load the box as much as you want, but Jalen Hurts can still throw the ball and yeah. they've still got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. And yeah. Dallas got it, catching yeah, it. No so slouch, it's like, is it? They've just got so much balance on both sides of the ball. Again, even their secondary is good. Their their D line's good. So it's like, yeah, just more of the same will get them straight back to the Super Bowl. But if teams can sort of stop the run and make yeah. Jalen Hurts play as a passer, then that is the way you stop them from doing that. But he can still do that. And I think now with AJ Brown, it's kind of like, well teams tried to do that this year and it didn't work. He just launches it up in the air and that massive yeah. guy comes down with it. So, you know, what can you do? So yeah. I think I think they have all the tools to get straight back. But, you know, whether other teams can sort of work it out over the offseason is another story. Talk of uh, Jason Kelsey retiring, be a massive blow, arguably the best centre in football. It's a big loss for a team, especially with a mobile quarterback. Yeah, and especially as running the running the ball is is so so important to who they are. Mm. Um, but then they've got, you know, they've got quite a bit of draft capital. So if he does want to go, he should make it known before the draft, and they can just trade that early yeah. first they've got, and you know, yeah, bring in someone up. else. Yeah, Ollie for the Chiefs, they've done this. They they traded Tyreek Hill and got better on offense. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is obviously a cheat code, but outside of that, where? Where is the rest of this offense? How are they so good? Well, it's interesting looking back on this season because at the start of the season, I did write an article about how Travis Kelsey was going to become the wide receiver one. Yeah, based on the Kyle Pitts model, where the, these tight ends do line up at wide receiver more than mm. ever now, and the the rest of the offense, there's sort of elements of Tyreek Kill in each receiver, yeah. but there is no Tyreek Kill. Like no, obviously, there's not one complete, is there? Yeah, exactly. And so, and it's really interesting what they've done. And there's been, you know, multiple showcases throughout the season for home spreading the ball more. And I, I just think, you know, he is such a great quarterback. Andy Reid is such a great offensive coordinator. Mm. Sash head coach. Um, I guess we'll get on to the Chiefs' actual offensive coordinator a bit later. Yes. But yeah, it's um, I, I like I just think they they they're they're always going to be good and. There's a lot of talk before the season of well the Chargers are going to win the, the well, well it was either the Chargers Broncos or Raiders were winning the AFC West yeah and obviously there was still plenty of people picking the Chiefs like no one was you know 
completely discounting them. But there were quite a lot of people having them down as a wild card team. Mm. Like this, yeah, and, and obviously you're seeing like you know Travis Kelsey talking all, all about all the haters, and yeah. like uh, that might be a bit over the top. But to be fair to them, there were plenty of people saying, "Oh yeah, they can't keep this up for too long," and that is just what we think happens. But you know, I guess once you've got that core there, there's obviously we've seen you know with Belichick and Brady. If as long as you can keep rotating the pieces around them, keep the team young, yeah, and just and just keep moving forward, then there's no reason why you can't have continued success over the years. No, they they find a way to retool every time. They're going to have to start looking, I think, to the future of society. Travis Kelsey's thirty three now, so mm. the drop off is going to come at some point. But he's just statistically had his best season, not in yards, <laughs> but in terms of touchdowns and uh, receptions and everything. He's had his best season. But he has taken on that mantle of Tyreek Hill and become not the best receiver in the game, but by far and away the best tight end in the game. Mm. Um, but yeah, what what kind of how are they looking for? Obviously, they got the thirty second pick, but what should they be looking for in the draft? Miles, you're a big uh, your draft head. Um, well, the thing is, is a lot, look, I've seen quite a few people that have mocked uh, Bijan Robinson to right. the Chiefs, which. Would I mean I personally don't think he's going to drop that far because he is the best running back talent right, we've okay. seen out of college since Saquon Barkley and Barkley went what top did he go second Yeah, it was number yeah, two right yes. yeah. yeah so yeah I don't I, think I, trust me Miles I'm never going to be able to forget that one. yeah no I don't oh the yeah. guy spent a second overall pick on a running back sure. yeah <laughs> no, I yeah I I I know I don't think they're gonna I don't think Bijan will go number two but I think if he's still there at thirty one. KC are gonna be very, very tempted because that would just—I mean, him and Izzy Pacheco is just sort of like a an insane one-two punch out the backfield. Obviously, Bijan can do absolutely everything, so that's yeah. something I've seen. More. I don't think he's gonna last till number thirty-one. Um, but again, it's a luxury pick, and they wasted a luxury pick on Clyde Edwards-Helaire, so I don't actually think yeah. they're gonna do that. But it would be fun. Um, but they they will probably just beef up that line or maybe bring in one of the the better wide receivers in in the class. But I think a lot of a lot of the wide receivers are kind of being overlooked and they're being well, mocked okay. in the late twenties. And I don't think a lot of them are going to last that long. I just I just think it's actually quite a good class. Um, okay. so they could take another wide receiver because I like Sky Moore, but it hasn't really worked out with him. Yeah, I thought it'd be more of a yeah. an impact player this season. He's, had, I mean, he's been okay. You know, I was happy for him in the Super. I'm happy he scored that touchdown, but yeah. I just I don't know if he has you know what it takes. Um, hopefully, maybe he does take another step. Tony's a bit iffy; can't really seem to stay healthy. Mm. So now Tyreek's gone. They haven't really got that main guy. Not that they've needed it, but no. I think maybe you go with a wide receiver um, in the, in the draft. I think that's uh, that would be a sensible thing to do. But you know, again, they went with a running back in the first round, which I'm against. So. <laughs> They're not very sensible. They don't need the thing is they don't need to be sensible. No, like Patrick Mahomes has just done that after losing his best receiver. So who knows? <laughs> One leg. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll just forfeit the pick just to make it harder for themselves <laughs> next year. I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. Don't even need it. Never exactly. mind. <laughs> um, what about the um, the Eagles? Uh, the NFC East, Ollie, is um, it's an interesting division, isn't it? It's stronger than it's been in a good few years, to be fair. It is, yeah. Even um, the Commanders, who were probably the weakest team, have looked, looked good yeah. this year. 8-8-1, eight, eight, they had a decent record. All teams I mean, have looked good, no? 
the, the thing is with the commanders is they've got some very, they've got a very good defensive line which has been a bit a bit they've lost a few players to injury throughout the year to be fair yeah. to them. Um, right, Chase Young for a lot of the season, did they? Yeah, exactly. And the the pieces are there on offense. It'll be interesting to see with so Sam Howell seems to be the starter going forward. We'll be interested to see if that continues to be the case going into week one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the offer, there's definitely some pieces there on offense that they can absolutely build with. And it's interesting, um, obviously, Eric Bieniemy being. Yeah, let's talk about it. this. Yeah. Yeah. So Chiefs offensive coordinator. He's taking an interview to be the commander's offense coordinator. And the only reason I can assume that is for is to get more of a look in at head coaching roles. And to to get get himself out of Andy Reid's shadow and be like, no, look, I can call plays. I yeah. I am a genuinely good offensive coordinator. Hire me to be a head coach, please. I um, had heard that there's sort of like a clause would have been put into this the contract with the commanders that he would then take over from um, Ron when he when he steps away. Well, I mean, it's just such a dysfunctional franchise that like. I, I don't know how long Ron Rivera is going to be there. No. I don't know how long Dan Snyder is going to be there. <laughs> like, in, like there's there's a basically an expiration date of about a week on everyone in that building. <laughs> so I, it's an interesting one in terms of job security, yeah. um, because obviously with the Chiefs, he's been there for so long now that you, like if he just wanted to secure a long career in the NFL, that would probably be the place to do it. But obviously, if he wants to that career progression and to step up and be a head coach, I guess it does make sense to you know make make a sort of lateral move, but also kind of not to the commanders. Yeah, it is, it is an odd one. Um, how how much do we think the Chiefs do lose then if he he steps away, Miles? What do you reckon? Is it as Andy Reid? I mean, he's he's a Super Bowl winning coach twice over now, so obviously he's got some chops, but. It, is be able to make that much of a difference this offense? Um, I mean, Mahomes, I guess, Mahomes, isn't he? yeah, that's that's the thing is is if the QB was media or, or even yeah. quite good, I would mm. say okay, maybe we have to look at how serious an impact he has. But when you've got Patrick Mahomes on the center, it's it's kind of like well, he can do every he can make every throw. He's mobile. He can you know he can just. Yeah, he's an escape artist, and I just think that if you bring in a competent to good offensive coordinator, you'll probably be fine. Yes. Like I don't, I don't like I get with someone like Mahomes. I think as long as you don't stifle him with a Matt Patricia, not going to get drawn <laughs> into that. Not doing that. Sorry, not getting drawn into that. Um, but yeah, I just think that the talent is there, and again, obviously, I think you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know they're not going to sack him, but. I think, yeah, they might be worse off without him, but I think, you know, Mahomes, Kelsey, without many weapon weapons elsewhere, I just think that they have, they have, they've got enough. They'll be okay. They'll yeah, be they okay. can afford to be. They can yeah. afford to be slightly worse got, off, can't uh, they? Because that division's a bit of a shambles everywhere, everywhere else, really. Yeah, and, and especially considering how strong we thought it was going to be. But I think they've also <laughs> got Mac Nagy lined up to come back in again. Yeah. You know, if if that if the enemy does end up leaving, but yeah, I mean that's that would just the, the NFC East is going to be very interesting next year. I don't know which way it's going to go. Um, I mean, I expect the Giants to get better, but then I don't know who's going to get worse. Is the question because mm. someone has to, and maybe there's a Super Bowl hangover for the Eagles, and maybe it all falls apart. 
We've seen um, it in recent years. Look at the Rams this year. Yeah, but <laughs> that's a bit. I feel like the Eagles. They're definitely more sustainable than the Rams. Yeah, and I just think it would be tough to see them fall that far. Um, obviously, there's this ongoing trend with the NFC East of no one wins the division two years in a row. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so who knows? Like, I, I think it's really up in the air. The Cowboys, I honestly don't know what to expect from them. Like, I, I feel like they could easily have a negative record next year. Yeah. And maybe that's a, maybe that's out of nowhere. But at the same time, like, there's so many holes on that roster. I feel like it's it's. I feel like it's almost a Jenga piece being taken out from mm. collapsing. It's very like it just doesn't feel very stable there. Whereas if you do compare that with the Giants, and you know maybe there's a bit of home team bias here, but I do f- I do feel well maybe just a bit um, <laughs> that I feel like we are progressing in the right direction. Yeah. There's a young core there, and there's some nice stability there. All we need is a big wide receiver. I just have no idea where it's going to come from. So <laughs> that is the one problem. Well, speaking of some news, uh, Isaiah Hodgins, he's gonna, he's getting re-signed, is he? His two-year, uh, second-year wideout says he's supposed to become a restricted free agent or exclusive free agent, but he's going to be he's going to be re-signed. Yeah, I he? mean, absolutely deserves. Um, and this is the, this is the thing with the Giants' wide receiver core is Richie James and Isaiah Hodgins have both played very well coming off of waivers. Like no one expected them to do. Yeah. as well as they've done. And maybe that's a credit to Daniel Jones and Brian Dayball as well, just being able to get as much as they have done out of these receivers that haven't really done much mm. for the rest of their careers. Um, but I, that, this is the thing, is like you need a big, deep threat kind of guy. Um, I, I, and that's the only problem is like, looking at the list of free agents, it's not going to be any of them. Um and then Darius Slayton is a decent deep threat. He's not consistent though, and that's right. and that's the thing. Like they, I, if there was one position to get, at, you know, so we're picking twenty fifth in the draft. I think it has to be wide receiver. I don't think there's anywhere else mm. we can realistically go. We've spent so many picks on the offensive line. They've got to <laughs> just <laughs> let them just let them sort of develop now. Like and like you've invested the draft capital let them grow and then defensively i think we're relatively good and it's like this is the 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 big glaring hole for me is a deep threat down the field and that's but the question is you know maybe mars has the answer to this one of who we could actually get in the draft to fix that problem wow i mean you've got looking at mars i'm again it just it does depend on like who drops and who is you know sort of the more uh, the more um, what do you call it, appropriate fit for yeah. the team. So I think you know, with like guys like Jordan Addison, they're not they're not the big alphas, you know. That they're, they're but they're really good, and I just think that that Quentin Johnson is Johnston seems to be like the main the main big guy, the main big guy, and get it the main alpha in the draft. And I think. I don't know if teams are going to... That's what NFL teams like, and I just don't think, as he's one of the only guys out of the top top group of receivers that fits that profile, I don't think he will drop down that far. So you kind of, you know, just... I don't know. Also, I was thinking maybe do you go tight end because or are you, or are you sticking with your, 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 young, your young guy now? But I think, really, you're going to be looking at someone like Josh Downs at wide receiver there, and I don't think he is really... 
quite a first round guy, but again, that's just that's just my opinion. Uh, Daniel so... Jeremiah's got them taking Jordan Addison. Yeah, I mean, I've seen again. I just I... said I do like him, but I just don't think he's like an alpha alpha. You know, I've seen tight end in a couple of mock drafts. I I I, I quite like Bellinger. I think he's a decent tight end. Solid, isn't he? Um, I don't yeah. think that I don't think there's much of an upgrade needed there. I, I it's just um. I apologize for talking about the Giants for so long. But, yeah, um, it's all right. It's uh, the offseason. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so T. Higgins, a T. Higgins trade is what's been floated around on Giants Twitter, yeah. uh, which we brought up previously. A first and a third um, is what Giants fans are proposing. I have no idea if the Bengals would even entertain that. But for a guy, and, and obviously we discussed, you know, there's the contract negotiations that need to happen there. Maybe that's an option. Um, it'll be interesting to see what route they go with it. But yeah, I'd, I, I definitely would take T Higgins over yeah, any of absolutely. them, any rookie. Like that's you know because obviously he's been to a Super Bowl for goodness sake. Like he, and, <laughs> and it's one of those things. Like because obviously he, he is the second guy to chase there, but I just think he there's enough around mm. the Giants' offense. That you wouldn't get too much focus, which I think would be the main concern. Is the number one receiver uh, like available in free agency really going to be um, Jacoby Myers or Sterling Shepherd or someone like that? Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a is, really it really weak group this year, isn't it? <laughs> this is this is what I'm saying. It's not going to come from free agency. Um, but yeah, so maybe it's the draft. Maybe we do trade for T Higgins. I would be surprised if we're that aggressive so soon into like. Just one season after having a winning record, all of a sudden we're going all in. Um, I like it, though. But yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. I'd definitely be excited by it. Um, but who knows? Win now. I, I, I wouldn't mind Odell Beckham coming back, but I'm, I'm, I, I feel like that's just. Uh, but even if even is. if he did come back, he's not the same OBJ, and you, I still, you know, you would still get go and get someone younger and more, yeah, built and I, healthy. Sturdy, I'm also convinced healthy. at this point that he is just uh, trying to keep his name in the headlines. Yeah, I think he's got more. Like he, he had loads of visits to the Cowboys, and if they're not going to sign him, then I mean, yeah, no one's going to sign him up. Yeah, he's just fucked around for too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. Uh, speaking of free agents, Derek Carr is now a free agent. Where is he going to go, boys? Who needs who needs Derek Carr the most? Uh, Mark, well, uh, not the Saints. <laughs> the Saints. Yeah. Well, he visited them, didn't he? And then they wouldn't execute a trade, obviously, because he was going to be released. So why give up assets when you don't need to give up assets? Yeah. Plus, they've just done it, haven't they? So they could get him some help with the Peyton Peyton trade, haven't they? Wasn't it Carlo that refused the trade? He said, I'm not being accepted to trade anywhere. Release me, and then I'll get to pick where I go, sort of thing. So it's an interesting situation there. Would the Jets be an option? Yeah, it could be. I it's one of those. And so obviously, Aaron Rodgers is the other sort of main option. Yeah, for the Jets, I I just think they've got a very young team. I would be very surprised if they spent so much draft capital on Rodgers. But yeah. maybe Carr is the option there. And like, it's you he's know, younger. I, yeah, exactly. And it's like you've got a good young team around him, and mm. maybe that's enough for them to consider themselves like actual contenders with the Bills. Who knows? Yeah, my only other options would be the Panthers 
and maybe the Titans because the Panthers sign all the quarterbacks, so they're, they're like a car <laughs> at some yeah. point. And maybe the Titans because Tannehill's on his way out, I think. And I wasn't massively um, like high on the guy they drafted, uh, Malik Wilkes last season. He did fine, but he didn't look like the finished article. Yeah, I think I think as soon as Malik Willis started um, well, dropping, I just I kind of felt like maybe that was it for him because he was like you know he was sort of touted as one of the best QBs in the draft and then yeah. then when Pickett went in the first round I was still not a huge fan of that pick but I thought okay if Pickett is getting drafted maybe he'll be later 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 and then he didn't didn't really happen for him and now it's like well he's tried and we haven't really seen a lot obviously yeah. there's still there's still time he's still young um but I just think you know after after going in the third, it's like, well, that's not so late that your career's sort of done. You know, like, yeah, draft capital is important up until a point, but you know, I still think maybe you know they, they he went early enough for them to still be sort of invested in him. Mm. But maybe someone like Carr they can bring in, and if if it doesn't work out, then you go back to Willis. But yeah, when when they when they made the switch from Mariota to to Tannehill. Tannehill's whole thing was he's quite tidy. He doesn't mm-hmm. really do, he doesn't really launch it much. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He kind of just manages the game, keeps them going. And that's kind of what Carr has been good at until recently. Yeah. And then he just, you know, he has made a lot of high profile errors here and there, but he has usually been quite a tidy guy. And so I guess now is, you know, maybe, maybe that's a good fit. I think, mm. you know, Tennessee could be a good fit. But again, with the Jets, I just think. They've got a really good young group of players, but they haven't got the QB position right. And yeah. Carr's only thirty-one. It's not as if you know it's Aaron Rodgers and he's you know looking for one last one last hurrah at age of thirty-nine. Yeah, so Rodgers to the think, Jets seems much yeah. more likely, doesn't it? That's no. right. I think you know if you're if you still think you've got a, a season or so of building, maybe Carr's the one. If you think you're a quarterback away from winning or at least contending for the Super Bowl, then Aaron Rodgers is your guy. But yeah. I like. I hadn't really even given much thoughts of car to Tennessee until you said it, but I do really like it now Now that I've heard it. That seemed to fit. Uh, a couple of hires, new head coach hires. Uh, the Cardinals have hired the Eagles defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately for the Cardinals, he can't bring all the defense with him. Um, <laughs> he has to work with what the Cardinals have got on defense, which isn't a great deal. Uh, how's that, how's that going to go? How's Kyler Murray going to get on with that guy? Well, we'll see, won't we? But I think <laughs> if he's a defensive-minded coach, then maybe that because that—that's what I was always, you know, I like, I really like Kyler Murray, and I, I yeah. think that he needs an offensive-minded coach. And now that he's got a, a former DC as his head coach, it's like, well, mm. are they just going to sort of build on defense and then kind of just hope that Murray can get down and score points when they've stifled everyone for you know 11 <laughs> points a game or something but probably kind of hints as to who they're going to lean towards in the draft I always had them taking either Carter or an edge rusher but I think that's pretty much solid nailed on now yeah so yeah I think I do think that you know they're going to go very defense heavy obviously once you sort out the defense offense is a lot easier to you know figure out but I think yeah, there's already pieces on the offense yeah exactly you know got a great young QB you've got I mean, there's talk of D-Hop being traded or cut. Um, Hollywood Brown, you know, there are some nice pieces. They brought in a new tight end last year. Yeah. Uh, this is still probably the tight end one for one more year, but I think they go with McBride after that. So they've got some nice young pieces offensively. I just think that with a new defensive-minded coach, 
that's probably going to be the the way they go from now on. Yeah, they've gone from area yeah, to I mean, very much offense, wasn't he? And Kingsbury, yeah, very much offense as well. It's a switch. It's but... also very interesting whenever a young quarterback loses the GM and head coach that drafted them. Yeah. What that actually means for their future, and I feel like that's a lot of security gone for Kyler Murray. Mm. I, I mean, obviously he's just signed this massive contract, but so did Kingsbury and Kyler in the yeah. you know, off, last off season. So there's one of those things. Obviously, you know, the new head coach comes in. And he's got no attachments to that quarterback. And there's a lot of a lot made about that with Daniel Jones last season. Yeah. And it turned out to, you know, maybe put him under a bit of pressure, produced his best season of his career. Mm. Be interesting to see if we get something similar out of Kyle Murray, although he's not quite got the quarterback guru Brian Dayball is here. <laughs> that's exactly what Jones needed. You saw times last season where Jones made a mistake and he was getting bollocked on the sideline by Dayball, yeah. wasn't he? Like he was proper shouting at him. So maybe maybe that's what Murray needs. Get off of uh, Xbox and uh, Studying the books a bit more. Do do some homework, lad. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, the Colts have hired. Well, they've released Jeff Saturday. The sad day for the NFL. He's gone. Um, but Sh- <laughs> uh, Shane Steichen is the new head coach of the Colts. Um, what do we make of the Colts? I feel Oof, like they've got I'm... a decent enough roster, but I don't know. It's a horrible Oof. division. It's interesting. A year ago, I thought of them as like a quarterback away. Yeah, and now they they look like rock bottom of the league. <laughs> it's I it's very obviously they've had some pretty bad injuries. Jonathan Taylor to come to mind, uh, yeah. but it's it's very interesting the decision for the Eagles and Colts to keep swapping offensive coordinators and coaches. <laughs> yeah, it's to see how long this cycle goes on. Obviously, when Nick Sirianni inevitably gets fired, um, <laughs> and the offensive coordinator for the Colts heads over to Philadelphia. Yeah, the, the next cycle. They need a quarterback. They've got three quarterbacks, but they haven't really got any quarterbacks. Have they? Yeah, because Ryan's passed it. Sam Ellinger, bless him, doesn't look like a footballer. <laughs> and last time I saw Nick Foles, he was convulsing on the floor with a uh, Giants player celebrating next to him, <laughs> <laughs> putting him to sleep, and then celebrating <laughs> it. I, I, yeah, this. Uh, I have my thoughts about Kevin Thibodeau. We're still on the fence about him. <laughs> Decent player. We'll, we'll, uh, They're the you know, knob. Yeah, try not to pay attention too much to his personality, hopefully. <laughs> um, the NFL's like that quite a lot, actually. I think, yeah. <laughs> not mentioning anyone in particular, Russell Wilson. Um, I think, boys, that's kind of all we've got for this one, Nick, isn't it? I think nothing else to mention, yeah. really. That's it. We've just got a long, long wait for the season starts. Well, again. we'll be, I'll be. I'll be talking nonsense in blogs and stuff <laughs> about the draft and, and fantasy football because I can't, I can't not. I love fantasy football too much. So people come to us for a lot of draft coverage. In the recent years, it's been really, really good for us. So, and we 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 do kind of get a lot of our picks right. So, me and David, I'm here to change all that and get it all wrong. So, <laughs> I know nothing of the draft. So I just got, I just copy what like one of the top analysts like Bucky Brooks or um, Daniel Jeremiah, just so I know. Like I, I pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> But we'll be back. Yeah, I, 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 whenever I do my mock draft, I just look at the order the players are all in and go, "Oh yeah, that team needs a wide receiver, so yeah. he'll go there." I mean, yeah, that is that is a, a sensible names. way of doing it, really. Like you, <laughs> you look at a team's needs and you look at what kind of players their GMs like to draft, and then you kind of go from there. So yeah. that's not an, a terrible way of doing it. That's is quite sensible, really. Problem is, my team has got the not... fifth pick in the draft, and we're not used to being that high. I'm terrified what we're going to do. Um, Kicker. <laughs> God I knows. Mean, 
I'd, I'd say I I would be surprised if the Seahawks don't go quarterback, but it seems like they're pretty happy with Gino. It's a very strange yeah. one. And pay like, Gino a ton of money. Yeah, I, I'm not, I I'm not comfortable know, with that. Like he he had a decent season. Comeback player of the year was an absolute farce. He wasn't injured. He he was just no. He, was just he came terrible. back from being shit. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that's not like, really that's a comeback. Not, that's not a comeback. Yeah. Like you don't win comeback player of the year <laughs> for being a backup quarterback your entire career, no. and then you have one good season. That's not no. Sorry, it should have been but, Saquon. Uh, it definitely should have been Saquon. Yeah, by yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. But it's funnier that it wasn't. <laughs> so, like, and you know, a lot of this is enjoying ourselves and thinking stuff is funny. So, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, Gino, Gino winning that offset, uh, Tariq Woolen not winning that, or uh, Kenneth Walker winning an offensive rookie. So I'm kind of like one of them had to win something. So I'll take Gino winning that one. I, was I think Garrett it. Wilson did deserve it though. Like, yeah, as a neutral, I, close, I liked I Kenneth Walker. I really, really like. I remember in one of the first and ten fancy leagues, I yeah, he dropped to like 108, and I was freaking out. I was like, oh my god, I can get <laughs> Kenneth. I traded up. I messaged the guy at 108. I was like, give me this pick now. Whatever <laughs> you want, you can have. Like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, and then I got him, and I was really so. I do really like Kenneth Walker. I loved him in college. Like, really, really happy when yeah. I saw that. The Seahawks draft him because I knew that's a really good landing spot for him. There's not much competition ahead of yeah. him, and well, yeah, I really like that for him. So yeah, probably an injury now going to happen now. You know, <laughs> miracle, but, bring yeah. that, don't bring that in here. I'll get that, get out of it. <laughs> I need him. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back all the way through the off season with loads and loads of draft coverage. Mars going to have some uh, articles and stuff going up on the site. I think. Yeah, plan? fancy football nonsense. Well, it's not awesome. nonsense. Listen, read yeah. it, and it's not yeah, nonsense. It's good. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's deep yeah. insight knowledge. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back. We'll probably be back on draft day with a live show as well, a live stream on the Facebook page. They're always fun to do. Get involved with that. Um, we like doing live streams, even though they're a bit of a pain to sort out sometimes. <laughs> um, where can they find you on Twitter, Ollie? It's at Regen Ollie, spelled how you're supposed to spell it. I don't accept any other spellings of Ollie. Okay. <laughs> uh, Miles, where can they find you? Um, on Twitter, at Miles Burrell. Two R's, two L's. I am at Rossbell underscore underscore. We are at first and ten underscore. Um, find us over there. Follow us. Give us a like on Facebook. Do all the stuff on iTunes. Like, subscribe, share, leave a review. Do all that sort of stuff. Tell your friends. Because uh, now's the time to get into NFL. If you're not into NFL, get into NFL now. It's the best time. You got all this build up, all this build up up until April, and you got a nice five month wait after that until the season actually starts. Yeah, you but... can learn. Spend five months learning about it. Exactly. And then as soon as the first snap goes, you're like, what, what was that? What, what happened there? What's uh... <laughs> Yeah, and then this new rule pops up that you've never heard of. Yeah, and yeah. even suddenly... the people that watch it don't understand. <laughs> yeah. But... yeah, we're always And learning. also the question, what is a catch, will come up as well. And yeah, Never get even signed. No, that'll never be finalised. Uh, but anyway, until we are back with more draft coverage, it's a goodbye for me. It's goodbye for Miles. Goodbye. Goodbye for Molly. Goodbye. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.